Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, hello. Welcome to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by The Oregonian, dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale. And I'm Jim Ryan. And together, we're taking you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region here, Pacific Northwest, discussing where to go, what to see, things to do, you name it. And, All that and, fun stuff. And today... We're going to enlist the help of my editor, Andre Meunier, who has the rare privilege, Andre, of being able to drink on the job as the Oregonian's beer reporter. Andre, what's going on? Not much. Good to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. Breaking news editor and beer reporter. Andre, how'd you get that gig? (laughs) Well, guys, when your boss tells you to go drink beer and write about breweries, you go drink beer and you write about breweries. Sound advice. Yeah, that's that's not bad. I mean, as my editor, for example, if you so chose, you could direct me to do such things that, that is true um it's a proprietary thing I, I can't really bring a lot of people along i'm sorry sure, guys. sure okay so i am privy to some of your favorites here you, you come back from assignment you tell me what's up and we're going to take a, a little trip today up i-84 to the little town of hood river which rumor has it you think it is one of the best around as far as oregon beer action goes andre what do we got? Yeah, that's my hot take. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely my hot take. I actually I like to troll my uh, fellow craft lovers by saying that Hood River is the best beer destination in Oregon, and I I think it's certainly up there. Of course, we're talking about Oregon, so you've got Bend, you've got the coast, you've got Eugene, you know, all. It, oh, and, not even and, to mention and Portland. Portland, yeah, right? And, and Portland oh, that, well. oh, that place. <laughs> so, you know, one other spot with many breweries. So yeah, but you know, I mean, Hood River is—it's just—it's just incredible in terms of of the city and in terms of the breweries. Well, let's I think maybe remind people which breweries are in Hood River. What are the big ones that we should we should talk Absolutely. about? Absolutely. Well, we've got the the original, which is Full Sail, started there in '87, and then we've got Double Mountain, Freem. You got Ferment. And then, uh, of course, up the hill is Big Horse. So we've got quantity here, Andre, but what makes the Hood River beer scene uh, essentially so special? Well, for anybody who has been to Hood River, they know what a special place it is. But if you've never been there, it's out at the in the Columbia River Gorge, which is east of Portland. You're going down the Columbia River. It's, it's in this incredibly beautiful gorge tree-lined on both sides, beautiful rock formations. And then you arrive in Hood River, and it's just the destination for all kinds of things. It's the, I believe it's the world's capital for wind sports, windsurfing, kiteboarding, those sorts of things. There's whitewater rafting down the rivers there. You've got Mount Hood right down the street, you know, climbing, skiing, boarding, all sorts of snow sports. So, you know, Hood River is kind of, uh, it's a place where, you would go after from any of those sort of things, whether you're going to stay there, whether you're just going to stop, have a beer, have something to eat. Yeah, Hood River is an amazingly beautiful place. You have the convergence of Mount Hood and the Columbia River Gorge there. It's just like no other place in Oregon. And I know a big part of some of those breweries is getting that view uh, of the gorge. So, I'm, And one of them, I, I know full sail, 
is, as you mentioned, the original. And I, I know that from that, that pub dining room there, there is a great view. So, I mean, what, what can you tell us about Full Sail and how some of those views play into the, the breweries there? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, Full Sail, like I said, was the original. It opened up in 1987. Irene Fermat and Jamie Emerson stood in the Diamond Fruit Cannery building. It was an old warehouse. It was abandoned. And they looked out and they thought, this is going to be a place for a brewery. And that was kind of the start of Hood River Breweries taking advantage of those views. They opened up. Big Horse opened up a year later up the hill. And I think Big Horse has the best view of any brewery in Hood River. They're a little bit higher up the hill at the top of the town. And you sit on any one of their levels and you can see the whole town of Hood River. You can see the Columbia River. You can see the Columbia Gorge. It's just incredible. But they opened up Full Sail in 87, and it's still a great place to go. You know, it, a lot of people don't consider it anymore because there's kind of more new flashy breweries around. But it's still very solid, you know. And they're, they're known for their amber ale. They're known for their wassail in winter. They're known for uh, session beers. You know, yeah. if you've ever had a session beer, you can thank Full Sail because they coined the term. And you'd sit on that patio, watch the trains go by. And for people who are going down 84... It's the place that everybody sees, right? Yeah. It's got the big grain tanks outside, big mural, full sail mural, and it just kind of defines what that town is in terms of visuals. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's one of the biggest things you see when you come past on 84. Right. It is, boom, full sail. Must be in Hood River. Yep. Now, a place you can't see, at least I can't see or haven't seen that I know of from the freeway, Freem is kind of the buzziest name in Oregon craft beer, at least one of them. Andre, when you and I were driving back from skiing up on Mount Hood a couple of years ago, and you said, hey, let's go grab a beer, you took me there. So is that kind of your go-to? Freem, Freem just suits my palate. Yeah. You know, uh, I and mean, everyone and, else and it suits a lot of people's mm-hmm. palate. You know, last year in 2018, it was named the nation's best mid-sized brewery at the Great American Beer Festival. The It's award-winning. It's It's just incredibly well-crafted beer. Josh Freem and his partners have created a, a place there that they do Belgian-inspired ales. They do Northwest-inspired ales. They just kind of do it all. You've got uh, a huge barrel aging program. I think they've got 700 barrels wow. in the back there behind the brew house. They're making Creeks. They're making Oud Bruins. They're making Flanders Reds. But they're also making IPAs and Pilsners. And they introduced a Hazy recently. And everything they do is just top quality, you know. And, and you can't, you're right, you can't see it from 84. But if you look out at the river and you see the windsurfers going by, there's a little waterfront park out mm-hmm. there that you can drop off the freeway and head down toward the river. And it's in that industrial port area where they are. And now also is ferment, which I... We're going to hit next here. So I know you've got a nose for kind of a good farmhouse ale. That's your spot, so I hear. Ferment's pretty great. They've been open a year and a half now, I want to say, and it's it's unmissable and unmistakable. You drive down toward that port area, toward the waterfront park there, and it's this just grand, beautiful building. It says Ferment Brewing Company in huge block letters on the side of it. It's straight out of a out of a, a design magazine. You walk in, and it's got, I believe it's Doug Fir all over. It could be a different kind of wood, but I think it's Doug Fir but it's completely timber lined. You walk in, you've got great views of the river. You can sit there at the bar and and look down at the brew house. Dan Peterson's down there doing his thing, making really good farmhouse ales and English style ales. They're all low ABV, which is low alcohol by volume. I believe most of the beers they make are 6% or less. They also do some higher sort of barley wine sort of thing and old strong ale type beers. 
but uh, that's kind of their gig is doing really well-crafted British style and farmhouse ales at a low ABV. What is a farmhouse style ale? What, what, what does that mean? Sure. Farmhouses are, they've kind of had a resurgence here in the U.S. over the last decade or so. They're basically Belgian or Eastern France beers. They started out being made by farmers who would make them and use basically whatever they had on the farm. And so they're often fruited. They're very yeasty. And so they they have sort of a what's often called funky flavor to it, Hmm. which is, you know, how do you just describe a flavor? But when you taste it, it's just sort of that fruit yeastiness and then sort of an estery profile that you would get. You kind of have to taste it to really know what you're talking about. But the styles are basically saisons. If you, you can see a lot of saisons around now, beer to guard, grisettes. If you see any of those, those are generally your your farmhouse ales. For people who have had sours before, I feel like it's a good way to describe it as kind of like a sour that hits you in the face a little bit more. Yep. Yeah. With you know, maybe not quite as sour as a sour, but higher acidity in a lot of cases. So a little more tart profile, maybe more than sour, but kind of right in that wheelhouse. Yeah. I think funk is pretty much the best way yeah. to actually <laughs> describe it. And and, you, and to somebody who hasn't had one, they would be like, I, I don't know what funk right. means. That doesn't mean anything, but drink one and you'll be like, oh, okay. So that's one moral of the story. Go over to ferment and get yourself a beer. Yeah. Drink yeah, up you the go. funk. Yeah. Yeah, you got to taste it. Yeah. And, and Freem does, you know, really good farmhouses too. You know, they're going to have saisons and bump back and forth. Why don't you? There you go. Uh, sounds like a trip to it's me. It's only a five minute walk. <laughs> We want to talk a little bit more about some of the other breweries in Hood River, um, but first we're going to take a really quick break, and we'll be back after this. Sounds good. So we are back talking to Andre Mounier about beer, and specifically beer in Hood River. So when I travel Andre through the area, through the gorge, or coming back from Eastern Oregon, the go-to spot for me is always Double Mountain. Yeah. Their beer is really good, but also the food for me is one of the reasons I stop there. Yeah. Um, they've got great pizzas. They've pizzas got, are great. I don't, I don't think they have any burgers. I always think there's going to be burgers, and there's actually not. Man, you don't need the burger. when You can just have the pizza over the pizza and over good. again. It's I true. love the pizza. Yeah, I don't, I'd have to look at their menu, but I would never consider it because I would just get a pizza. So. Yeah, you <laughs> might as we're well. we're unanimous on this one. <laughs> just get the pizza. Maybe they have a burger. Maybe they don't. We don't know. Uh, but they, I feel like they kind of exist in this middle ground between the old school Hood River breweries yeah. and some of the newer ones. What can you tell us about Double Mountain? Well, they opened uh, over a decade ago, I want to say 2007. And they were the cool hotspot for years, right? You had Full Sail, you had Big Horse up the hill, and that was about it, right? And so Double Mountain came along and they were cool and, and they had pizza and they had this great tap room that you could go in it was just cozy and comfy and it was just like you were hanging out in, in a living room or with all the locals it, they just kind of caught fire and Charlie Devereaux opened it uh, back then and he had a great vision and, and turned it into a great place but it's still solid I mean you still can't go there and and not potentially have to wait in line on in, on any afternoon and and you know they're still churning out great beers their ira made them famous their uh, india red ale but they also have their devil's creek is also speaking of farmhouses is also a really good beer you know I, they're not known for their farmhouses but i love that devil's creek so yeah I th- they still keep keeping on i think one of the things that hood river has going for it as far as a beer region goes is all of those farms in the hood river valley yeah you've got one of the most fertile fruit growing regions in the pacific northwest and a lot of farms that are growing lots of, you know, cherries and apples and mm-hmm. pears out there. How much does that contribute to the kinds of beers that these breweries are making? You, you 
talk to them and they say it contributes a huge amount. I mean, used to have, well, Logsdon Farmhouse Sales started out in Hood River and they now have their tap room in Camas, no, Washougal, Camas, Washougal. I can't never keep those two straight, but, you know, their farmhouses are, are second to none and their fruited beers, you know, for forever kind of defined the style, them along with Cascade. And then now further up into Washington, you've got Dwinnell Country Ales, which is in Goldendale, which also does farmhouse country style beers. And they for sure settled there because of the ability to reach fruit and because of farmers and for all the raw ingredients, grains, hops, it's, it's ground zero. So that played a huge role in, in why those types of breweries settled in there and around in and around Hood River. And, and one of the things, Andre, we talked about before is how, you know, Hood River is a destination within itself, but also you've got everybody's across in White Salmon. I mean, the, the whole gorge really is kind of a great destination for lots of really good beer. Yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about the best view around, uh, you could argue it's everybody's. Uh, I, I would probably argue it's everybody's. I mean, you, you, have, yeah, to, you have to go across that Hood River Bridge, which has like nine-foot-wide lanes and feels like it's going to fall I over, but apparently it's sturdy. That. Yeah, I, uh, apparently so. And, and then you've got to make that crazy climb up the hill to get up to White Salmon. Dock Grade Road. Yeah, exactly. Bring your snow chains in the winter. For right. But once you get up there and you, you sit out on their patio and they've got their brand new place now, you got the view of Hood River, you got the view of Mount Hood, you have the view of Columbia River. It's just a great spot and they have great beers, great menu. You go further up the gorge uh, and you got Dwinnell, as I mentioned, up in Goldendale. You've got Backwoods in Carson. Across back over to Oregon is Thunder Island. So mm-hmm. there's just options galore. And we haven't even talked about Solera, which is south of Hood River. And they make incredible farmhouse sales as well, and possibly one of the best outdoor spaces anywhere on earth for a brew pub. I mean, you go out the back door and you're sitting at picnic tables and you feel like you can reach out and touch Mount Hood. And on a sunny day, it's just glorious. That's what you want. Yeah. And I know we're focusing on beer in Hood River, but we should also probably mention the wine in Hood River is also great. And they do, there's a lot of great cider going on in Hood River, yep. as well as some distilling. So it really is one of these towns where you can go and get a hotel room and and spend a few days drinking the various types of things there are to drink in Hood River. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and we've touched a little bit on Big Horse, but Big Horse is there in Hood River up at the top of the town. Um, I think I mentioned they were the first brew pub in Hood River. Full, full Sail was the first brewery, but they were the first brew pub. And uh, like, that's sort of like the locals place, right? Like I'm not Hood River local, but if you go in there, you f- it feels like mm-hmm. this is where the t- you know the locals are coming, or or the ski bums, or whatever. They're in Double Mountain, and it it just feels like a party in there. How does the the beer at Big Horse hold up to all the different kinds of beer they're making at the other breweries? You know, I feel like Big Horse makes just straight up pub ales, right? They're not getting super creative. They're not getting super fancy. If you just want a beer that you just want to go and crush after your gun skiing or paddleboarding or whatever people do. You know, their beers are going to satisfy you. No complaints. And as we've referenced in the past, we know a thing or two about going paddleboarding. So yeah, I, I've heard I can that attest, you do. Yeah, yeah. I can attest that one, if they were to do such a thing, would probably want a beer afterward. Especially so. if you fall off like 50 times. <laughs> 50, who's counting? Yeah, you know, yeah. something uh, like that. A cold beer after a cold uh, cold dip in the river. Huh? Uh, or, or 50, for, for that matter. <laughs> uh, 50 dunks in the river, not 50 beers. That's a little much for... Maybe for the whole party. Anyhow, Andre, I think that's pretty much going to do it as far as Hood River Beer goes. Thank you very much for 
coming along and educating us a little bit here. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's fun. Uh, you know, it's a great destination. Maybe even Oregon's best. Ooh. I don't know. I was going to temper the hot take at the start of the show, but you just came out and said it yourself. <laughs> so anyhow, folks are going to have to swing through on the way back from their next ski trip, next vacation, or as a vacation within itself. Absolutely. So, Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Andre. Andre. appreciate it very much. And now, Jamie, we're going to flip the script here and talk a little bit about what's up next for you, man. Winter's coming up, and I, I, I winter know is coming. winter is not your favorite time of year, at least on the outdoor exploration front. What's what's happening? The deal is that I'm not a big snow guy. I'm a Portlander. I like the rain. So for me, winter usually means an opportunity to do some gray drizzly hiking. Great time to go visit some of the forests uh, along the coast and in the Willamette Valley. But I'm going to be putting together a holiday travel package for those who want to do a little bit, a little bit of traveling around Oregon and the Northwest during the holiday times. So that might include some holiday trains, some light shows around Oregon, and some other stuff to do in wine country and other parts of Oregon. That sounds like fun. Light shows. What do we got? Like holiday light shows, right? You've got um, uh, whether it's the Grotto here in Portland okay. or Peacock Lane. Got it. Got My it. personal favorite is down at Shore Acres on the huh. southern coast. Where they put together a an ocean themed light show, and there, it's right there on the cliffs overlooking huh. the ocean. It's a great spot to go. Don't Sounds forget PIR. Fun. That's right, PIR light show. People love that one at Portland International Raceway. Rock on! Sounds great. Yeah, Jim, looking forward to it. You and I know that you have all kinds of winter excursions planned yourself. You being a snow person, love the snow. <laughs> so ready what? for the snow. Already counting the <laughs> snow. The one that I'm kind of really looking forward to for. Our video series, Peak Northwest, is going to go up, found a fire lookout oh, on Mount Hood. Lucky so did you. the whole reservation process, the, you know, book it six months ahead of time, and was able to snag a Sunday night. So not perfect. You know, it's not a Saturday night, a Friday night, perfect deal. But the turnoff is just past Mount Hood Meadows, the ski resort up there on 35, park in a snow park, and you can ski your snowshoe in for a couple miles, and then going to have the fire lookout to ourselves for the night and Man. and uh yeah hopefully kind of combine that cool signature northwest experience the fire lookout with a cool day you know at night out in the snow hopefully some stars maybe even a storm who knows who Very knows romantic we'll romantic something like that yeah mm-hmm. we'll see we'll see it should be great oh, i can't wait to see more about that yeah yeah well we'll have another video of it from peak northwest the video series sometime in early 2020 Awesome. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, I am so, excited to check it out. Yeah, I would say. So I, I think, Jamie, that's going to wrap it up here for now. In the meantime, subscribe to Peak Northwest wherever you get your podcasts. Watch our latest video episode on the Oregonians YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram at Peak Northwest. And if you're interested in seeing more from Andre, you can follow him too on Instagram at Oregonian Beer Guy. This episode of Peak Northwest was produced by myself, Jim Ryan, with Jamie Hale and Brooke Herbert. Many thanks to our guest, again, Oregonian breaking news editor and beer reporter, Andre Meunier. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds.